OK, thanks, Keen. Now, uh, this time every Thursday, we're joined by Bill Hughes, who gives us his essential songs from a particular year. Uh, Bill, welcome as always. Hi, Shane. Where are you bringing us back to in um, your time machine this week? <laughs> I'm kind of taking advantage of the fact that George isn't here. So going going a bit more modern Do something then. recent. Yeah, something that's not 1930s, 40s yeah, exactly, or 50s. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> something relatively recent. So um, I've gone to 2003. Well, OK, interesting. So 2003. What's, what still 13 years ago, but relatively Yeah, it was recent, big yeah. dance sort of year my first song is uh, just one of the women who uh, has emerged in the last 20 years as a real contender for the voice like to be the voice in music and it's Beyonce okay yeah somebody uh, who has who has hung around somebody <laughs> who has too. hung around yeah. yeah and so in the late 90s like Beyonce was with Destiny's Child um but in 2003... Were they any good? I can't even oh, remember. Oh, yeah. Were they? they had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, they bo- were a girl bootylicious. They were, yeah, but it was more, it was funk, soul, cheeky. They had an amazing beat and they had, ter- like, Kelly Rowland's voice as well. I mm. mean, put the two of them together. Um, but fantastic. And uh, to have Crazy in Love is the song okay. that, in 2003. But, like... Um, Uh, Was this one of our first big hits? Oh yeah, as a solo. What happened was Destiny's Child, Destiny's Child took a hiatus and Beyonce took advantage of the hiatus and recorded a solo album called Dangerously In Love. And when she did that, uh, Dangerously In Love came out and it just, it had so much success. She was never going to go back. No, no. It announced, it announced uh, Beyonce as an incredible solo artist. And it's really funny because, uh, Llewellyn Smith, writing in The Guardian, he said that uh, he he named Beyonce as artist of the decade, of the first decade of, of the 2000s. And he said, because she made not one, but two of the decade's greatest singles with Crazy in Love and Single Ladies, put a ring on it, not to mention her hits with Destiny's Child. So he's really nailing his colours to the mask. Now, the thing is, she was brought up, she, she wasn't born into money or anything she was she was only born in 1981 (laughs) which makes me feel really old Uh, she was born in Houston Texas and uh, she has her sister Solange and her first manager was her father Matthew Knowles and Matthew Knowles has since fallen from favour because it transpired that the man couldn't manage a two car funeral like he really shouldn't have been anywhere near the business and he was dangerous himself but when uh, Beyonce met the power that is Jay Z, and uh, they got together. And it was the perfect she, match. Let's take a listen to it. It's Crazy uh, in Love. Crazy in Love by Beyonce.
logo, Young B and the ROC. Uh-oh, OG, big homie, the one and only. Stick bony, but the pockets is fat like Tony. Soprano, the rock handle like Ben X2. I shake bonies, man, you can't get next to. The genuine article, I do not sing, though. I sling, though. If anything, I bling, yo. Star like Ringo, wall like a green wreck. Crazy, bring your whole set. Crazy in the range, crazy in the range. They can't figure them out, they like, hey, is he insane? Yes, sir, I'm cut from a different cloth. My texture is the best firm chinchilla. I've been healing and chain smokers. How do you think I got the name over? I've been realer, the game's over. Fall back young, ever since I made the change over to platinum, the game's been a wrap one. I just had an image of, of Bill Hughes on the dance floor to that one. I I just, well, I, I wouldn't win the Olympics for booty shaking as she does every time you see her. But like when you think of that, you'd that, still give it socks. That wouldn't you? French. Well, I used to when yeah. when I had a back. But the French horn uh, hook in there. It's from a 1970 song. Uh, Are you my woman? Tell me so. By the Shy Lights. I don't know. Well, people will remember the Shy Lights for. Mm. Have you seen her? They yeah. had a thing. But like that hook in there and the rap by Jay-Z himself who came in at three in the morning drank a bottle of champagne and then got on and did the rap and that's what's uh, the body at the opening the it really grabs you at the opening oh it's well. fantastic sort of yeah. have you ever was. heard uh, David Byrne's version of it no he did really yeah, yeah. Go, go on YouTube and David Byrne Crazy in Love it's a fantastic version okay, as no, you can I imagine check it out. he finds the darkness in it as okay, he does yeah, brilliant so okay definitely check that out okay let's get to your uh, your second choice what are you picking for your second song we're, we're, by the way the year is 2003 Bill Hughes's uh, year that he's going back to for his essential songs this year what have you got for us next I have one? a real fondness for Nadine Coyle yeah you and me both I was the judge on Pop Stars with Louis and Linda Martin and we picked her to be in Irish pop stars. Oh, I remember. And then there, there was the whole, she was yeah, she lied about her age. Oh, that's right. And yeah. her passport. And then she had to be expelled from the group. And it was all very traumatic and heartbreaking and sob, sob, sob. And then over the years, I met Nadine again at parties and stuff. But she had the last laugh because she went yeah. over to the UK. She was old enough. I think enough. it worked out okay. Yeah, for she was old enough to enter Pop Stars The Rivals and then she wins Pop Stars The Rivals with Girls Aloud. And Girls Aloud, 2003, their song Sound of the Underground is my second song. Ah, that Was that their debut single? That was their debut single. Straight See, to number one. It was won, the Christmas number so one. So they won... Um, Pop Stars The Rivals. Pop Stars The Rivals, right. Yeah, yeah there was a boy band called One True Voice never to be heard of again. Okay. And they they came out of that. They were looked after by Pete Waterman. But Louis uh, managed, Louis Walsh managed uh, uh, Girls Aloud. Okay. And, and they, I mean, they had what? Like something like 20... Top 20... 
top 10, uh, top 20 hits and our top 10 hits and seven certified albums. Seven. So that's for a girl group to have that much work. So they did incredibly well and their tours were huge, but they were great. Nadine Coyle, Cheryl, so Cheryl Tweedy, Cheryl Cole, Cheryl Fernandez-Farsini. Oh I'd forgotten, whichever I'd forgotten Cheryl, she was there. Whichever she one, was, yeah, 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 Cheryl. Sarah Harding, the wild one. Nicola Parsons, the ginger. And Kimberly Walsh, who has now become a major West End star doing all the musicals. Oh, OK. Um, and also did brilliantly on Strictly. So, uh, you know, they're, they were they're a good... good um, I mean, look, I, I, generally speaking, I wouldn't be a big fan of... Uh, of um, kind of manufactured girl bands but they, I mean they had some cracking pop songs well didn't they? in this instance because of the combination and the juxtaposition of the surf guitar and the electronic beats it was a really dirty sound so it was hailed as something this was not just your anodyne release yeah. for a girl band coming out of a competition this put down a marker and said actually we're serious about the music so written by Miranda Cooper Brian Higgins and Niara Scarlett uh, produced by Higgins for his team Xenomania uh, the the thing was that Girls Aloud took off immediately and there was always a fear that a girl group wouldn't go so well with the selling public but the public ate them up and yeah. loved them and took to them well and what I mean they look they looked great there's no point to pretend amazing. they didn't they yeah. were all there I mean they were all fabulous looking uh, young women um yeah. They, I mean, they could sing as well, I think. Oh, yeah, they could really sing. And yeah. they've proved that. I mean, look at the scale of Cheryl's uh, solo career, the scale of Sarah Harding's. I, I love her singing. And Kimberly Walsh, like, uh, watching her in the West End, like when she took the, the part of Princess Fiona in Shrek in the West End, but she's done all sorts of the, the big, the George Gershwin musicals and stuff. She can really carry a tune. Yeah. OK, it's, it's, it's a cracking song. Let's, let's have a listen to it. Girls Aloud, Sound of the Underground. Girls allowed their sound of the underground. Um, okay, let, uh, let's get to your uh, third choice. One artist who confounded the critics, one artist who came and upset everybody's apple cart. 
was Eminem ah, okay. in 2003. Uh, the song actually uh, was recorded in 2002, but the hit happened in 2003. And it's Lose Yourself from the, the movie Eight Mile. Okay. Um, like when it came to the Oscars, he won the Oscar. He beat U2, who had uh, The Hands That Built America from Martin Scorsese's yeah, Streets of New song, York, which is a great song. Yeah. And I really thought they had it. I thought they had it sewn up. And no, it wasn't to be. Lose Yourself came along and uh, surprised everybody. Um, it's It's an amazing piece of work because it ended up being such a commercial success it was number one in 18 countries. It was number one, obviously, both sides of the Atlantic, but right, literally around the world. And it won the Grammy for Best Rap Song and Best Rap Solo Performance. Did, did it bring rap to the mainstream or had that happened already? That had sort of happened, but it really legitimized it uh, by winning an Oscar. That 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 could never have been uh, yeah. forecast. No, you know, back in the in the as late as the late nineties, if somebody said, "Well, a rap song is going to win the Oscar for best song," people would have said you were crazy. Mm. And and in fact, this year, if somebody had said a rap song is going to win the Oscar for best song, you'd have gone, "No way!" Yeah. What's that from? But he's an interesting character, Marshall Bruce Mathers. Known. Yeah, are you as a fan Eminem. by the way? Uh, no. No. Okay. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan because I don't like aggression. And I would come down on the same side as Jim Flaherty, the Attorney General of Ontario, who walked on the stage at the Sky Dome in Toronto back in October 2000 when Eminem was about to take to the stage. And he uh, refused to let him perform uh, and said that he shouldn't have been allowed to enter the country because, and I quote, I personally don't want anyone coming to Canada who will come here and advocate violence against women. And that was a very strong statement to make. Because the lyrics in the songs... Oh, my God. But it's not just women. He hates gays and he hates blacks. And he, he uses the N-word and he uses the F-word for gays. And like he Is just, this just for shock effect? It goes out of his way uh, to be shocking. Uh, you know, he's so-called friend of Elton John in as much as anybody's a friend of Elton John. I'm, I'm assuming that the hair that lives on top of his head is a friend as well. But when, it, when he was asked uh, his opinion in New York Times magazine about uh, the legalisation of same-sex marriage, because he, he has so many, like he uses the word faggot in so much of his rap in a really hate-filled way. So uh, this guy, you know, and then he comes and says, I think if two people love each other, then what the hell? I think that everyone should have the chance to be equally miserable. Mm. So that's his take on equality and equal marriage. Um, But this song, there's something about it. And I had to include it as an essential song because my personal taste can't get in the way of acknowledging that there's something really powerful. This was one of the songs. And this particular song, I would accept that this is a really good piece of work. I just think it's made by a piece of crap, Mr. Eminem. I'm just not a fan. Well, let's have a listen to the song and then we can come back and chat about him a little bit more because I'm I'm curious about the song. Let's, Let's have a listen. Look, if you had one shot one opportunity seize everything you ever wanted in one moment did you capture just let it slip yo his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready 
to drop bombs But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud He opens his mouth but the words won't come out He's choking how? Everybody's choking now The clock's run out Time's up over Blow. Snap back to reality Oh, there goes gravity Oh, there goes rabbit He choked He's so mad but he won't give up daddies He know he won't have it He knows his whole back's to these ropes It don't matter he's dope He knows that but he's pro He's so stagnant he knows when he goes back this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo This old rap city better go capture this moment and hope it don't be I'm, not, I'm not a fan of rap. I, I, no. I wouldn't listen to this at no. home if I'm being totally honest. But, no. but it does grab you. I mean, that that opening, those openings, really notes. is like his parents before they broke up. They performed as Daddy Warbucks was the name of their band, and they used to play in Ramada inns. And Daddy Warbucks is the character from Little Orphan Annie, you know, mm. guys. So I've got a funny feeling I'd probably prefer their music to this. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, but I just there's something about him. He sells an awful lot of records. 
he influences a lot of young people he ins- in- because he's for, got for anger. The, for the good or for the... Uh, no, there's too much anger. There's too much anger and there's too much hate speak in what he says and in his lyrics. In this, That's a fine song and it won the Oscar and it's yeah. grand. But I'm not even sure that the Oscar selection people gave it to him because they thought they needed to be modern. Yeah. You know, something like that. But not to give it to you two for the hands that built America, I'm like... Ah, come on, lads. Yeah, I'd prefer to listen to yeah. The Hands Built America, but it is <laughs> yeah. it is one of the songs yeah. of, of the noughties, isn't it? Yeah. There's no doubt about Big that. Time. And certainly one of the songs of 2003, which was the, the year you, you picked. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, Bill Hughes, as ever, uh, thanks indeed for joining us. Yeah, back in a moment, we'll be uh, kickstarting another business.